welcome to the Whistler Beautiful Podcast. This is season three, where you can expect to hear anything. Don't miss this season for anything in the world, and do not let anyone tell you otherwise. On today's episode of the podcast, Whistler will be discussing with Bjorn Dafridi of Immigrate.life. We shall be discussing about Latino Savage sex tape, how tasteful is it to record a sex tape, and basic social rules. Do not miss today's episode for anything in the world, and do not let anyone tell you otherwise. Hello everyone, welcome to the Whistling Beautiful podcast, and it's Whistling I haven't been on my podcast in almost a year. It's been 10 months. And so today, it was a do or die thing for me. I have my delightful guest. She's an old QC girl. Um, She has her own um, show on Instagram and YouTube called Immigrate Life. And I want you all to meet or hear Bjorn Deprede. Hello, Bjorn. Hey, thank you for having me. My name is Bjorn Dafrede, and I've been waiting. I've been on the waiting list for Whistling Beautiful podcast. Finally, I'm here. (laughs) I know, right? I remember how I was able to track you on social media. It was so funny. You were on someone else's podcast, and I was listening, and I was was looking at your face. I'm like, Actually, was it your podcast? I think she was on your um, live feed. I think it was something. It was um, very. Uh, I can't okay. Sure. Uh, the YouTube, the Daffy show. Yes. And I was like, why does she look so familiar? And I kept staring at you. I'm like, I know her from somewhere. And then I went and I looked. I was like, wait, I know this chick. And then <laughs> I went and I kept, I went into her friend's things and we had mutual friends. I was like, okay, so yep. I think I know her. And then I, I had to like call at you through your messages and all that. And mm. I was like, oh, I remember from QC. <laughs> That's true. And I, I, and I, and I, it took me a longer period. And I was like, okay, you know, for me, I'm not even, I'm not even like, um, I, I don't have to be able to justify where i know someone from how long i'm just like is this chick cool yes let's go that's it <laughs> well at me. least you're better than me but i i guess it's that whole instant connection thing where sometimes you meet a person and you're like oh yeah i know her you know i yep. think it's more of you just clicking with a person and i guess sure. that's it but i think for us qc girls it's like once you hear a person is from qc that person automatically becomes your friend i don't Yo, know <laughs> it's not true it is not true i met a couple of i met a couple of us over the years and it didn't go down like that but really yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. never know i, I mean I, again it depends on what set they were or were they assets or a different that like sis younger. my 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 arm Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. You know, some people, <laughs> the, the thing, I think one of the other things too is people have held resentment from over the years. People don't let go of stuff. So if things happen in high school, it probably mm-hmm. has lived with them. And then they're just like, when they see it, it, it becomes like a trauma for them and they don't know how yeah. to react to it. So people, I guess, need to kind of heal from so many things. And 
that's yeah. a topic for a different day. But mm-hmm. regardless, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. It's a new week. Thank you for having me. What's the weather like over there? Because it's raining out here in California. Um, it's pretty good here. I live in Jersey and it's okay. I, of course, I'm one of those people who live for the summer. So whenever it's getting cold, it's like, uh. But other than that, it's not rainy, it's cold. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we haven't had rain in a long time. So I guess it's the very first day of rain, I think, officially. And um, everyone is chilling at home. It's, It's pretty much one of those, like, chill Sundays. So I guess it's officially fall for us. And yeah that's it but yeah I'm looking forward to a new week it's a new quarter on my podcast I haven't podcasted in 10 months and it's just ridiculous um I have been enjoying a lot on your show and you know listeners please go follow her on Instagram she is immigrate life right immigrate that life immigrate.life yeah she always has something popping like her topics her discussions I'm like oh my god I live for that thank you but yeah um please do follow her on Instagram she's very friendly you could probably like be on the podcast if you're an immigrant yeah um you live anywhere in the world you have a business you have a story to share you should do that on there and then she does have a Facebook group and yes please add yourself there you probably might be able to communicate with different people and just network. A network doesn't necessarily mean sharing your business cards. Like I read, <laughs> it means you have to build relationships with people. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> That's very important what you just said. Yep. Yeah, it's true. I was at a party last night and um, somebody asked me for my business card. No, actually, I asked the DJ for his business card because I wanted to. Um, give him a gig for someone and there was a guy standing there and he gave me his business card and he's like oh here's my business card so I took it I was like oh now guess what his wife was standing right beside him and um I was about to walk away and then he told his wife to go to the car he said oh go to the car and wait for me and she said no I'm not wow. going to the car to wait for you you go to start giving your number to everybody wow <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't turn my back to hear that, but that was funny. Yes, it was, you know, I didn't ask him. So I'm just walking by and he randomly gives me his business card. So I'm like, oh, okay, here, thank you. Wow. And he tells his wife, oh, go to the car. And she's like, no, I'm not going anywhere. You're going to. No, they, they need to have, they need to have a long and deep conversation. Both of them. I know he's a photographer too. So that's actually like, you know, sometimes it's not just mm-hmm. business guys, you get to know people. And I guess that's the whole purpose. But mm-hmm. that's also one of those social rules that we'll be talking mm-hmm. about today on the podcast. Yeah. Um, one of the social rules too, I think I also want us to talk about. You've um heard about the Tiwa Savage um thing, the sex, yeah. thing, right? So what do you think of it? See, these having intimate intimacy and then posting it online. What do you think of that? Well, in the first place, like, I just want to say, I don't know what it is about having sex and watching it. Like, so you want to watch the replay, like the way you would watch like an IG live replay. I'm not getting it. I've never got it. The idea of like, recording yourself 
having sex. I've never. And it's just, it would never be my thing. I know that. I know. Right? Okay. It, it even takes some measure of um, planning, I think. Right. To do that. And then, um, no, nah, just no. And then it just becomes porn, not even sex anymore. I, I, well, I mean, is there even a difference? Maybe I used the wrong choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me, let's Google the meaning of porn. I think maybe the only difference between porn and that would be porn might be created for commercial purposes. Right. That's right? True. Maybe. But other than that, if it's just sex, sex, per, uh, like uh, to be watched, then yeah, right. it does become porn. Why would you even want to watch a replay of yourself having sex? Is that, maybe that's the like, question that you ask. Mm-hmm. You know, like as... You know, like as a speaker, right? Because uh-huh. I speak if like for events. Uh-huh. Sometimes you want to watch yourself to see like your cues, to see like your arms, maybe you're doing too many, it's like so uh-huh. there's some there's somewhere you're moving that's that needs to be corrected. Right. So maybe that person is like, okay, you know, what what do I need to improve? <laughs> maybe. Right. That, maybe that would be the issue, right? But I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I just think it's bizarre to actually just, I, I, I mean, I can't imagine myself doing it. It's just like, you know, when people send nudes, I'm like, why are you doing that? And then oh it ends God. up on the internet and then someone blackmails oh you and says, God. oh, so these are these things that people do. I think so somewhat somewhere it's socially acceptable to some people because they think it's fun. They think, you know, they're, it's the cool thing to do. And if you're not doing it, I mean, not everybody will find that like attractive. I don't find it attractive sending nudes to anybody. I would not encourage any man to send nudes to me. You, you get my point. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand. Is it supposed to be a turn on? It's someone said it's a form of love making. You're looking forward to it till you get what it. What is that? Okay. So let me, let me let you, it's a funny thing that you raised sending nudes, right? right? Because, okay, someone sent me needs mm-hmm. uh, so just for anyone watching I, i've been married almost 11 years i have two sons um somebody sent me news a couple of years ago but immediately started sending me texts oh god i'm so sorry i sent it to the wrong number um uh, please ignore da, 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 you know and I, I didn't respond i was just like in my mind i was like okay whatever deleted it the person kept you know saying, I'm sorry, please delete it. I didn't respond because someone else was like, maybe they're just trying to get you to respond. Right. You know, so I just didn't respond. I deleted it. What do I want to do with your... So I was like, whatever. Uh, Then I thought that was over, right? Three days ago, somebody said, me news. And I was like, I was like, look, I'm not about this life, Okay. I'm not understanding this. I was really confused and, and a bit mad and a bit just like, what is going on? Like, at least let me solicit for this news before you send it, of which I will not. But there, I'm sure there are single people who maybe may feel like, okay, maybe that's their criteria to see like what the person's packet. I don't know. But whatever it is, it is not me. Right. Three days ago, I was like really shocked. But um, 
yeah, I just, I, I, I blocked the person, you know, and that was it, but. You better look. check if your, your phone number is actually, <laughs> if it's been circulated for commercial purpose. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. Like, I don't think anybody. I know. Would, yeah, I would not solicit for news and I would definitely not send it. Yeah, but, but I, even when I was single, it was never my thing. Like, you know, I, I just didn't, I, I know how easy it is for you and somebody to be cool today and for next week for you guys to be like enemies. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, that's one thing they have against you. And then they send it. And then one thing the internet never forgets, somebody will find it somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I actually find it very distasteful, you know, for someone to actually do that with the intent to what? You know, Tiwa Savage is actually a, she's a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And for you, for someone to actually, I mean, I don't even think I'll allow you to hold your phone in whatever direction, because I don't know, have you seen the tape? It, it, it looks like, no. a guy is, you know, holding the phone right in front of her face. And, you know, it, the, the only thing I kept thinking in my head was somebody's son would F me one day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I kind of I, I I feel bad for her I do because it's always the woman that suffers in these situations it's always the woman it's a we're already living standard. with the, exactly we're already living with that double standard um I think you know just for me I I you know I don't know I just feel like Number one, of course, I'm, I'm not going to see the tape because I have sworn off anything pornographic as much as I can help it, right? And I mean as much as I can help it because, you know, sometimes you're watching a show and bam, it just comes, you know. Comes on right. But, but like intentionally watching, I right. don't know. But I just feel like women, women themselves, you know, we, we are the ones who suffer more. If a, if a man makes a, 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 a like some kind of um, you know pornographic material uh, and a woman makes a pornographic material, I, if, in, or, you know if they have a child or if they have children, the children will be more ticked off by their mom being the one in that movie than their dad. That's the, just the irony. Right. I, I, right. And I believe that it's, it's just like for Kim Kardashian, too. I guess her mm-hmm. sex tapes actually made her famous because back then when she used to be on, I think the show she had with um, her friend um, Paris, Paris. Mm. Right, um, the simple life. Yeah. Nobody knew or cared about who she was until that whole sex tape thing came out. And then, you know, she just became all of a sudden like, oh, you know, yeah. most desirable. And, you know, she proceeded in, you know, getting married and having kids. And, you know, people always feel like once you've been socially shamed, nobody would want you. And I, I think for me, it's more of even an African. I don't thing. think it's true. Yeah, but I think I it's an African it's thing, though. It's like, oh, nobody wants this one. It's, it's just like when you have a child, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, you want to get married and you know the guy's parents are this one already has a child you know they don't want mm-hmm. time anymore and the circumstances vary you know I had a friend who was talking about a dude that had a kid and I was like how old is he and she's like he's 39 and I was like once you're over 30 and you have a kid you don't have any more excuses where do you want to find a kid a guy who's about 30 and 
doesn't potentially have a kid somewhere. You must be living in a different world. You know, so it's that, you know, for a guy, it's easier. But for women, the men will tell you, oh, they don't want you. You know, they don't want to do but, it. But you, but, you, but you know what I think? I think that um, even though, we, of course, what you're saying is true. A lot of people have just carried this nuance of, oh, you've been married before you have a child. Or, oh, you weren't married and you had a child. Or, you know, all of this stuff. Look. If you're a woman, somebody's son will find you one day. That's what I'll tell you. There's people out there that don't care about that stuff. There are people out there that have their own mind. There are people out there that will see, if you put out your real self, your real authentic self, there are people that will be drawn to that. They're not going to care if you have a child or you have twins or you don't have a child or you can't even have children. There's somebody out there that wants you like that. That's the truth. Because at the same time, if you are single and you have no children and you marry somebody who all, you know, who's so, who's so tied to what society thinks, to what society believes, who hasn't like, who hasn't like examined their mind and thought, why do I believe this? Why do I think women should be like this? Why do I think it's okay for a woman to get married as a virgin, but it's okay for a man to be a man whore? Like, you know. You, yeah. we all need at some point to kind of reevaluate why we think the things that we think and if a man hasn't tried to do that and and it's kind of like making you feel bad for for your circumstance then you know i, I don't know if it's worth it at the end i don't know mm, yeah that's true that's basically that's true but again a lot of people have to grow out from some of the things that we have been um very true you know conditioned yeah mm-hmm. conditioned to yeah mm-hmm. so we have a lot of unlearning to do and it's going to take a while i guess people just have to be in that term in air quotes woke <laughs> <laughs> you know if you're not woke then it's like you know so let's talk about other social um and, uh, social rules I just feel like for me, um, the sex tape shouldn't have been put out and also it should not have been recorded. You know, Tiwa knowing that she's a public figure, any little thing like that would trigger public consumption. People want to know, people want to spread. Even what- Well, Lola, wait, Lola, wait. So it was sex, sex, or it was like foreplay? It was not foreplay, auntie. You need to go watch the tape. <laughs> no, I would ask. <laughs> no, I'm just asking because I'm just asking because um I guess it's one of those quickie thingies, you know. She was still clothed, mm. but you could, yeah, it was like a quickie thing, and then they put it up there. It was less than 10 seconds, and I'm like, is this what I thought there was an actual tip? Like no, so they know? must have caught it. Somebody must have caught it. Yeah, but the, the recording is directly on top of like so. I guess whoever it was that was having sex with her had the phone in the hand because that's what it seemed like from the angle that it was, you know. And his face wasn't showing; mm-hmm. it was just her face and her moaning. And of course, you can and that's him. and that's what I'm saying. That's the that's the problem. Do you understand? Right. That's the that's the problem. <laughs> um, I feel like women sometimes when we like when we like people, we like. And we we delete our senses from the liking. That's a good word. Right. Delete our senses, right? Because I'm like, yo, You've like, been there. 
you know you can't you can you have to keep some sense in 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 this matter you have to keep some sense what is there should be no phone look if you if they continue this sex tape thing everybody will start saying okay if we're going to do this thing it has to be in the dark <laughs> like complete oh, darkness be, you will find you remember those red filters back then on oh instagram my, was oh it early this god. year oh my god with the, the silhouette put your hand on your shoulder the silhouette challenge oh yeah somebody will find a way to make a sex tape with a silhouette <laughs> that was so sad that situation was so sad and the funniest part with the silhouette challenge was that it came up and it's and it and it spread so quickly right like That's like it was all over the world in in maybe two three days it was so quick everybody likes sex. you know sex sells the media sells sex so anything that has to do with women who are not fully clothed or something that would stimulate sex um instincts or what should i call it yes it would go quicker than okay what were the other challenges that we even had this year the Chris challenge, which is lack of common sense challenge. Oh my God. <laughs> she said the lack of common sense challenge. That's what I would personally call it because that's what it is. You know, how would you step on those crates and you keep watching videos of people falling and hurting themselves and people still kept trying to do it, you know? So I'm just like, is it that people have lost appeal for social leaving? You know, I don't understand. Um, I think people are bored. That's just, people are bored. A lot of people are unhappy. Some just want to trend by all means. And so to trend, you put your life at risk. Do you oh, want yeah. to, to watch People the have been movie? doing that for so long. To trend, <laughs> put their lives at risk, do stupid things. There was this boy I know that, would go, that went into a, a store i don't know if it was a walmart or some grocery store mm-hmm. and he would open ice cream and he would lick it you remember i don't remember like, so eventually mm-hmm, he eventually ended up in court I'm, I'm not sure if he went to jail or not but they said oh he bought the one that he licked i'm like yo i don't but know still, but still there is but, a pandemic we're living in the pandemic so for exactly. you to go into a store and open stuff and lick it and put it back it's already not even that's not okay yeah so i'm just like and 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 he was and you know somebody was recording it so obviously it was being done for clout sigh (laughs) i don't know what to say about that that's just yeah i don't know i this is just crazy but i don't know what else to say in that term so what are the um what are those social rules that you have seen people um how should I say it back then in QC I don't remember I don't know if you remember when we used to have etiquette classes where we're taught how to do um different things sit properly walk properly and all that stuff and we taught a lot of um social engagement with the public. But see, back then when we were learning those things, there was no internet. So we had to basically deal with each other as people interact just the way animals would interact with each other. But now we all live in a world where we can sit behind the screen 
and talk to people in different um, countries or rather continents, as opposed to just sitting in your house or if you, you have to wait till you go see your friend. Yeah. And so there are so many things that happen or that we do that is not appropriate. For one, like mm -hmm. we started with the sex tape episode, that's not, for me, it's distasteful. For, I mean, I'm not going to, anybody who feels comfortable doing it, that's fine. But we don't want to see your sex, you know, I mean, for, it's not for public consumption. If you want to put it on a porno website, that's fine. But I just think it's very distasteful for you to have sex and probably just put it up there to either blackmail a person. That's not mm. And I just feel like us females, we need to be careful, you know, who we're messing with. And, that, and, and that's the thing, see, I, I always hear people say, you know, this thing isn't cool, this thing isn't good, this thing isn't blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. But then it all comes back to what my parents would say when I was a kid, that people now will say, no, we shouldn't do that. But in the first place, it should not be done. Look. My mom knew that people shouldn't roofie other people. My dad knew that people, men shouldn't roofie women, right? Uh -huh. He knew that. My mom knew that too. But that didn't keep them from telling me, you go somewhere, you open your own drink. They give you an open drink, you don't drink it. You have to leave your drink open somewhere and go to the bathroom. You come back, you don't drink it. All of that, I, I had to learn before I was even 10 years old. And uncle says, sit on my lap. You say, no, you tell me afterwards. Yeah. You know, all of that, they didn't say, oh, but no uncle should tell you to. They knew that, you know, there is, there is the ideal world. And they, and, and they also understood that some, many times that world, you know, is not, it doesn't turn out like that in real life. So it's up to us women, it's up to all men or whoever doesn't want to be exploited by other people, it's up to us to try our best to be careful because some people just want to take advantage of other people. And that's it. Yeah, there are so many things we were told when we were kids not to do. You know, um, one of those yeah. other and things- we thought they were, And we thought they were exaggerating, but hey. I know, and then you look at it now, like my mom back then when we were kids, um, before going to a children's party, my mom would make sure we eat at home. Mm -hmm. She'd be like, ah, don't go and disgrace me outside. You eat like you've never seen food before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and it's it's so funny how they will make it seem like you you would do that outside. But mm -hmm. I guess the thing was, my mom's logic was sometimes you go to a party and then there is no food. So what do you mm -hmm. do? You don't want to come to a place hungry. You want to come to a, a place where... Um, I mean, even if you're hungry, you've had something to eat in your house, or if the food doesn't taste good, you've eaten in your house. Mm -hmm. You get my point. I, yeah. I remember there was a, a wedding. My friend got married a few years ago, and um, I had to help her with the buffet section of her wedding. So I did the cocktail hour, and I was done. So I helped with the other caterers that were serving food. And the line got stopped because somebody's husband didn't uh -oh. eat seafood. So apparently one of the servers had used a spoon for serving fish to serve chicken. Okay. And so they complained that, well, which is actually not sanitary or how should I call it? 
And I was like, okay, to solve the problem, I went to the kitchen and got a separate spoon and I gave it to the girl and I told her, I said, don't mix the spoons. And she said, okay. And the line was supposed to move. Apparently, someone got sent back to the kitchen to ask me to help them fix a plate. And I was like, why? Oh, because they don't eat fish. Okay, so is that the problem? Yeah, I was like, we're busy. So actually at the time we were talking to the hotel management who had not put water on the table for the guests. There were 400 people at the wedding. There was not a drop of water on the table. And someone is coming here with a minimal situation that had fixed already outside. And they sent another family member. And I told the girl, I said, listen, you, Awena Shrebi, you're the bride's friend. You're supposed to make sure that there's water on the table. That's the problem mm-hmm. we have at hand. You're worried about someone who is allergic to seafood or fish or whatever, you know. I fixed the problem. Why do I have to fix a plate from the kitchen? Oh, this, this, this. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing, and I'm not dealing with the situation at this time. I was upset. So later, the um the guy's sister-in-law was talking to me. She's like, oh, she didn't like the fact that I didn't help them. I'm like, listen, you're worried about trivial stuff. You're worried about the fish being served with the wrong spoon or whatever. Do you know if it's the same oil that the chicken was fried in and the fish was fried in? You get my point. You're fighting the wrong battle. You don't even know how the fish was prepared. You You can eat at home if you know you're allergic to certain things. And that's that stuff our parents always told us, but we were like, oh, no, we like pasta. Yeah. You get my point. So <laughs> <laughs> we want to eat you don't even know the oil that was used to make that jollof rice. So maybe if you decide that, okay. Right. Um, and I'm not saying the oil was bad. I'm just saying right. we know how we cook. So for anyone who's who's like who's like listening and you're, and, you're, you're, and you're vegan or you're feeling like, oh, maybe we're not paying enough attention to like the fish meat disparity. No, we get it. What we're saying is that when you are the vendor and you're dealing with over 400 people feeding them, you know, you're going to have to portion out the battles that you're fighting. That's, that's just it. <laughs> you're not about you to be fighting every battle. battle. I'm telling you. But, you know, it's so funny how we have been talking about the whole um, preparation stuff. Someone who was talking about the vaccine. Ah, if you're not vaccinated, this one, that one, don't come to my house. And she was also paranoid i will call it paranoid she doesn't want anybody coming to her house she she goes visits you know people and she stays away or you know just little stuff like that you know i don't want to catch covid is she going to work she she works from home so actually you know we kind of she kind of calmed her fears and i went to her house and we walked into the kitchen she was trying to make something and i looked at the oil on the stove and the oil, you know, when you have fried oil and fried something over and over and over again, and the oil yeah. is gone. And I was like, oh, what, um, are you going to fry plantain? And she's like, yeah. And she literally brought out plantain and started cutting it. And she's like, oh, let me put the oil on the fire. So she dragged the pan and put it on the stove. And I was like, oh, are you going to change the oil? She's like, oh, the oil is fine. I'm like, shake, no. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing she has chosen the battle that is convenient for her to fight right no girl i was like wait you're talking about covid and that's the oil you used to fry that plantain i'm like shit never mind and she's like what's I wrong know. with it i'm like shit that oil is black it's black out of black 
If you have right mm -hmm. stuff and you can't see what is underneath the surface, you need to throw the mm -hmm. oil away. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're fighting diabetes, heart attack. Exactly. Um, what else are you fighting? Everything fightable. You worried about COVID? Bye. <laughs> so yeah, so that's that rule over there. You know, those eating before going to parties. Um, mm -hmm. This week, um, I went to somewhere and we're trying to get off an elevator. And as soon as the elevator opened, the people outside stepped inside and couldn't even let us come out. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, fight this battle right in your head. I can't stand that. I cannot. Yeah, but people do it. They yeah, people it. do it. People do it. As mm -hmm. soon as you just, oh, there, instead of you to just wait for the people to come out so you can come in, they just want to walk right in. Like, okay. <sighs> yeah, like, um, I've, and I've noticed that it's usually with a certain age range. The older, the older, uh, you know, the older people, like, let's say, forty late 40s like 50s and above mm -hmm. you, I, I hardly ever see them do that two things i know with elevator etiquette with them they will wait for you to step out mm -hmm. even before covid mm -hmm. and when they're getting off the elevator they will most likely wait for the woman to step out first they're not going to be like uh, trying to push you push you to get out together most likely i'm, I'm talking about the men Right. They would wait for, for the woman to get out. But, but, but my age and, and younger. Hmm. Yeah, I think we, our age, us millennials, right? Is that the right term to call mm -hmm. us? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Us millennials, generation Y and Z, you know, we're in the fast food range. You know, everything has to be quick. Those ones, the older folk, I think they are more grounded when it comes to etiquette and those, um, you know, being fashionably, how should I call it? I'm trying to think of the word. The word is on the tip of my tongue, but I can't, you know, they're just gracious, you know, but when it comes to us, our age is like, oh, the need to be rude is there. It just makes them like feel so cool. You know, need another, to be rude. I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some people just need to be rude. Like they they feel like it's okay. It's like, yes, I, I command some form of respect. And I, I just feel like when people are rude, it just makes them to me, they are actually weak people because they don't know how else to fight. So they have to be nasty to you to make a point. And that's mm. not a form of strength, in my own opinion. I just look at you as you can't fight your battles properly. You know, it's just like um what's this um there's a syndrome i think they say short people are always angry <laughs> i think it's called is it oedipus complex or what is i can't remember what it is no. yeah mm -hmm. is that it or napoleon i don't know if it's called i don't know if that's it but i know people i know there's this stereotype about short people being very aggressive very aggressive because they always feel like nobody takes them serious i don't think it's a deepest complex sorry it's napoleon something i've forgotten what it is but oh, yeah oh, okay. right so it, it's i hope i'm even correct too i know it's one of those two but it's not a deepest complex. i think Oedipus is more um some form of affection between i can't remember but let's scratch that off but yeah there's this um thing with short people they they always say that they are aggressive because nobody takes them seriously so they have to be aggressive to make a point 
I see that that same but, but I but I but I disagree though because I'm I'm what people would call short. I'm Fun five what, I'm five three. What did you say? Fun size. That's never. I would never ever accept anyone. <laughs> if anyone called me fun size outside face to face, they would get it. I, I'm not even joking. And I love Are you the serious? Lord. And I love the Lord. So just so people can know that. <laughs> fun <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no, I don't, that's nothing. I, you I know why? I guess it's because I'm tall and I know that you, I, I know see... you're I know you're really I know you're really tall, right? See, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Like as somebody who is like five three ish five four um you guys can I, wear I, high heels like no I, I, but i don't I, but that's the thing Lola. i like i'm okay with my height <laughs> i'm okay being like this i don't feel that i can i might wear high heels just for aesthetics but trust me it's not because i'm trying to reach right. another height you right. know i'm good <laughs> <laughs> i'm good at this stage <laughs> uh i just i just think you know so i i think maybe there is something to it um but if there's something to it if if, if sure people do feel like they have to be aggressive it's it might be because they feel like any other any kind of maltreatment they've received was somehow because they were short right i don't really want but, to say it's because they were short though I, I I don't want to actually use that. There's another term too. I, I don't want to say because I know you're going to get mad. <laughs> so no, 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 no. Say no. Say it and say no, it. Like, you're not, my, you're my, not my referring friend, to me. No, I know. So I know. Huh? It, it, they call it vertically challenged too. I guess that's what. Well, these people, sure. people coming up with this words. You say that they are bored. So you want to say someone is short, and you say, "Oh, vertically challenged." Like I know. I think that actually time. takes a lot of thought. I know. Like really. <laughs> Right. So I, I don't think, I just think it's, when people are aggressive, I just feel it's also part of being insecure in some form. It doesn't matter mm. if you're tall or short, because I've actually met tall people who actually have a temper or they get upset easily. at yeah. So I just feel it's a form of insecurity and then they have to project it out that way. You know, I but, know. yeah, but using being short as an excuse to me is uh, mm -hmm. a little it's a little extreme in my own opinion but yeah. yeah i get what i get where you're coming from with that another um social um rule too that i actually um i think it's more practiced in africa or maybe nigerians are actually like that you know when you have to where you say um, address people appropriately with their correct name and title you know um, okay. doctor this person engineer this person do you actually think that it is um necessary in a formal or an informal setting so we go out to eat and i maybe you're a doctor and i say oh this is doctor abi you know doctor Bjorn definitely is that <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know so people okay. will correct uh -huh. you i once went out to dinner with someone and they were introducing their friend and the friend literally corrected it is doctor da, 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 da. And wow. like, oh okay and it was an and it was an informal setting yes well 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 i i don't think that was necessary but then again i'm not a doctor <laughs> so maybe you know there's a certain you know maybe there maybe maybe i don't know 
but maybe there's something with that that makes them feel like they have to add that doctor, right? Um, the amount of loans and stress and sleepless nights that must have come with it. Maybe they feel they need to remind us all about that. But then again, I also know some doctors who that they don't have that issue. You might not know that they are doctors until something comes up and, and they are speaking with a kind of insight that you just kind of ask them, like, are you a doctor? Mm-hmm. You know? And then I do know someone who's like that as well. And she would always make sure that that doctor was put in there. So I actually thought that she was a, a physician, like a medical doctor. No, she has a PhD. Yeah, she has a PhD. Ah. But, but because she made, she, because she was so about that doctor, I actually thought that she was a, a physician. So um, I think I, I believe that I believe, I mean, I, what I do is I ask people, how do you want me to address you? Mm. As, as often as possible, I always ask that question because I don't want, you know, I don't want anyone to feel like I'm trying to disrespect them. And if you correct me for any reason, I will, you know, I will take to your correction. It's your name, you know, and I'm going to run with whatever you give me. But if you like make it a, make it a big deal, I might not really have so much to do with you in the future. I might just like, you know, <laughs> because I'm, I'm not sure what other insecurities you're battling right. with in the background. So right. I'm like, okay, I'm not about this life. Stay that's so true. That insecurity part, that's true. It's, it's just like walking on eggshells. You don't know what you would say that would trigger a person because I don't understand how we'll be at a formal dinner setting and the next thing you're just like, oh, is it formal? Yeah, Sorry, because, because, formal. because because what, like, what if you weren't a doctor? Would that make you less of a person? Would that Thank make you less important? Thank you. But see, you know, th- those were those things too, or barrister, add barrister. You don't know what it took for me to get there. We understand the so, so please, so please, Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg, what should they be? Please, please. <laughs> Computer scientist, Jeff. Hey, voila. <laughs> Right. So see, you even made a valid point with those people too. There's Mark Zuckerberg. There is all these other people. Yeah. Let's not even go that far. The lady who, the lady who, there's this lady who, uh, who like made millions from flat tummy tea. So what should we be calling her, please? Ah, we we'll call her native doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong for that. <laughs> You're so wrong. Native doctor, how do you we put the native in the NTVE and then mm-hmm. Dr. ER and then yes and then you know whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, some people I think this title thing, I mean, I understand in a formal setting when you're introducing someone for the first time, you can use that and just be like, oh, this, this, and this. And if it's for that occasion, that's the way I see it. If we go to maybe a networking you know, webinar, sorry, a seminar. Sorry, I'm so used to the word webinar now because of pandemic. You go to, seminar, you, go to you know, something that has to do with work or an event and you introduce a person, oh, this is Dr. This person and that person. After that introduction, it's over. Except, like you said, if you ask the person how they want to be addressed, if they want to be addressed with that doctor thing, which to mm-hmm. me after a while is not that serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But I guess some people, they've earned that title. They have to work hard for it. So they have to keep it. But at an informal dinner setting, I'm sorry, I will call you by your name. Hmm. I don't know if you that's know. true or not, but <laughs> yeah, that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. Also, another one, um, follow dress codes for invitation. Oh, I always follow dress codes for invitation mm. as much as possible, if it is if it is reasonable. Not all of the, I was telling my husband yesterday, I was like, some people will say, wear greenish yellow and then you show up and they'll be like what but this is yellowish green nobody has time for that oh yeah i think nigerians are into that whole cockroach brown menstruation <laughs> red oh my god stop it will do green you <laughs> no, said some invitations and you read those <laughs> words and i'm like it's actually precise i mean you know how brown a cockroach is if you match your outfit and it doesn't work you know you're wearing the wrong color <laughs> that is disgusting that is just you disgusting. know or down for yellow y'all say that what never else? no stop are you serious i am serious no the things you see on social media i am serious i have seen yes um it will do green i'm not going to go back to the so let me look for maybe tomato red oh my lord yes uh-huh but, but, but if but I love I love it when they have um what do you call it like a uh, dress codes like uh, maybe um I don't know like just dress codes right mm -hmm. maybe like Arabian nights um you know oh. stuff like that. To me, I think those are truly a while after a while they go extreme, in the sense that some of these outfits you actually have to pay so much to get them because they're like vintage or. Mm -hmm. like things that are not commonly sold so mm -hmm. when you when that's for me and i'm just you know looking out no, you're right you're right you mm -hmm. know people will tell you to do the 50s or some stuff like that and going mm -hmm. out to get these outfits just to fit in um sometimes you have to be considerate of people's budgets how much do they want to spend they're coming to your party and you want them to do a theme thing. And if it's the, if the theme is too extreme, I mean, some people will be excited to do it. Not everybody would, you know. Um, I like to do 80s. 80s is, that's my decade. So I will always want to do 80s. I also like 90s too. If I had to go a little extreme, maybe I tell them to do Disneyland. So they have to come looking like Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and all those things. Oh. And, those, and Disney apparel actually is very expensive. They cost a lot of money. It's like not even the regular stuff at all. So, mm -hmm. so you know, we have to, especially if they're close friends or family, you know, yeah. But if it's like outsiders, some people might actually take to that. It, it's also one of those things to where it's time to buy Ashray B and mm -hmm. people have to contribute money or they have to, you know, like here Ashray B. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was just going to say Disney is not more expensive than Ashray B. <laughs> so if they can buy a Sherby, why can't they buy Disney? Well, again, it depends. See, this Disney. Disney is not what somebody who wants to use to do Shakara. Ashaibi, you can make whatever style you want to do, and you will stand. You know, I mean, I don't mm, know if you, you have a point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if you've seen some distasteful videos of women who would literally just wear clothes and their boobs are coming out. 
there was yeah. one yeah and literally just to cause attraction so some mm-hmm. people have agendas when they buy a shabby but again some people cannot really afford it it's just some people will sell a shabby for 150 and in the united states it's very difficult to get a good tailor or a reliable tailor you know you're spending an extra 150 to make an outfit for 300 dollars, and guess what you're less likely to wear the ashebi again i can count how many times i have won ashebi that I've, you know gotten it's always once and half of the time i don't even know where the outfit is same thing with me mm-hmm. right so you know and I that's like- why i don't that's why i don't buy it that's why i do my best not to you know to buy it yeah, because anyway all my most yeah. of my friends are married so i don't think i'm going to have that problem anymore and you know i don't even know if i want to do that when i get married either but you know when you have nigerian parents they start telling you hey thing, even when you don't want to mm-hmm. your friend they, did it too yeah. i don't know why you don't want to do it too uh everybody mm-hmm. in this family has done it too you won't shame mm-hmm. this family and i'm like oh as someone who, as someone who insisted that there there should be no ashabi at my wedding, and it end, and they, and they, they ended up picking ashabi, I'll just tell you that. I'll just tell you pick your battles. Picking battles, ah, uh, I mean, they they should even there should even be a separate podcast for wedding etiquette too. Oh yeah, completely. There are some things that you just go to weddings and you see and you're like, mm-hmm. don't even that your wedding, you know. Yeah, I was uh, I was talking to a marriage group yesterday, and I mentioned this. I said some people's divorces, the journey to it started while they were planning their wedding, right? Because right. of the irrational things that were going on, the irrational pressure that they put on the couple over all kinds of nonsensical things, right? I see that a lot. So I'm yeah, just fights like, started. Mm-hmm. This parent wants this. That parent wants that. This one, this one says that one does, and here, there, and there, there, and there, there. And I'm like, hi, yeah. Can we leave? Can we just leave? <laughs> so what is the next social rule? Oh, going out to eat, and someone takes you out. So I know some some girls may not agree with this they'll tell you ah he's not loaded don't go out with him so there's this other social rule that says you shouldn't order an expensive dish on the menu if someone is paying for it does that make Hmm. sense to you Hmm. i i would agree yeah i would agree some people don't see it like that like "Ah, eh, you know you ordered food and this one that one and you know yeah. It depends on what expensive is to that person. If you know what expensive is to that person and you believe and you think um, that person would not sweat at a $300 bill or a $600 bill, fine. But if you know that person, you know, would 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 be inconvenienced even by a hundred dollar bill, then you know, buy your soup, buy your salad and so the average, wait, so I guess the average plate at the restaurant should be between $25 to $30. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you start doing expensive, you're looking in the $50 per plate range, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's yep. not buffet, then that's you know regarded as expensive. But some mm-hmm. people like to go to restaurants where the menu doesn't have a price until you get the bill. And they so, so like, is it a date? 
it could be a date. I don't if know. If it's a date, if it's a date, mm -hmm. right? You mm -hmm. took me out on a date. Mm -hmm. You looked at me from head to toe. <laughs> you gauged what I had going on, right? Mm -hmm. You've watched me a bit to want to take me out on a date. You should want to impress me first date. So, you know, come correct. If you, and in my bag, there will be Vex money. You know, hey. that's, that's just what will happen. I like that, that Vex money thing, right. So if I see that, you know, your face is strong in a bit, you are, you are, you are doing your shoulder one kind, I will, I will say, do you need help? I'll give you shoulder parts. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you, you know, I'll give and I'll you help you. Yeah, I'll uh, help you. But I'll help. help you, and I will watch how you respond to to it. And I think that would kind of prove if we should see each other again or not. But see, that's to shatter a man's ego. You want to help him to pay what? But what's your? But what's my business with your ego? Am I your wife? That's a true question. That's a true question. Your wife, no. I know. So we're gonna round up soon. There was one more. Um, okay. Um, if your colleague tells you that they have, if you have, you have, tells you they have a doctor's appointment, you <laughs> shouldn't ask what it's for. You just say. Oh, definitely that. not. Yeah. You know, some Definitely people want to not. know what is it? Are you okay? Are you pregnant? Are you ah okay? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I would not, I'll just be like, I if at most me knowing myself, I'll probably just be quiet. But if if I'm like if the person is like maybe my person, I could be like, is everything okay? Oh yeah, everything is okay. 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 okay yeah because some people don't have a filter when it comes to that then they start discussing when you're not there like oh, how exactly you and that's the issue you know that is the issue like the fact that people i don't know especially here in the states i think what i've noticed you know is that a lot of people don't have a social life right and so any little gist that falls into their hand they are just they are just thinking who can I tell this gist gist to <laughs> who can I share this gist to <laughs> right right usually your but Bible if, is always supposed to be your gist body that's the only person I know but they won't share the gospel it. they won't they won't share Jesus loves you and wants the best for you they won't share that one but if you just say oh like and I, I heard one of my 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 colleagues telling somebody else oh you know I I need to go to see the doctor this afternoon um I have a ther I have therapy sessions this day and this day. And I overheard that person she was telling telling somebody else, oh, she's gone to da-da-da-da because she has therapy sessions. And I was like, that's private. That's private stuff. That's not stuff to be repeating everywhere. Then, and, and just being Black at work. The day maybe something happens, somebody, you know, crosses the line and she, like, shows that she's not pleased it could turn into a situation of, oh, you know, she's in therapy and she goes every Thursday and Friday. Right. We know how things escalate when it comes to us. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So. You're right about that. You're very right about that. So that whole not having a social life thing. And yeah, but I also feel like it also, some people have private enough not to share. They don't want to share mm -hmm. what's going on, but at least they'll tell you that this is what they have. And then the yeah. other last, the last one, um, 
is um so i don't know if it's people are too sensitive someone was talking okay. about not discussing about their children in the midst of people who don't have kids mm, this one is this one is loud this is loud look it depends it depends because and, and i and i've i've felt like that before i felt like why am i talking about, about my kids too much am i making this person uncomfortable Am I making this person feel some kind of way? Will this person resent me? Because, you know, some, like my, my children are, are a large part of my life. Right. I spend so much time with them. You know, sometimes I'm making fun of them, right? To my friends. Sometimes I'm, I, you know, sometimes I'm talking about wonderful things they did, but I'm talking about them probably a lot. Right. Um, it depends on the circle I'm in. With some of my friends, we're talking about things that have to do with the Bible. We're talking about church stuff. With some of my friends, I'm talking about kids. With some of my friends, it's business. So it depends, right? But I felt, I've definitely felt that feeling of, am I being unfair? Because this person doesn't have kids. Like, say, if it's somebody that has indicated that they don't want kids, it's different. Right. Right. But if it's someone that wants kids and is waiting for kids, I don't know. Like I I I I I wish. You know, I've I've asked one of my friends before, does it make you uncomfortable? When I and she said no, but I still don't know if she's being honest to me. Or if she's or if, trying to, right. Or if she or if she's just trying to make me happy. Right. Also, with also, it, I think it also goes with both husband and kids too. It's like when you're talking about, oh, I'm married. Oh, my husband this, my husband that. It makes some people uncomfortable, and it's like it's something that people shouldn't do. But I, I don't think that you should restrict your joy because you, you somebody... want to know the, do you want to do, do you want to know the truth about that? I've never ever thought about that. Right. Never. And that's partly because, and that's, and that's partly because I don't really, I don't really have single friends mm. i have i have divorced friends i have widow friends but they've never like been single from the beginning mm. right so right. i've never really had to consider it per se there are now i might even think about it but before i never used to, to right. think about it because they're usually the first people who say how's your husband <laughs> they're usually the first people right who ask me right Right. Because so, I know some some people when they're still single, you keep talking about your husband, they get upset and they don't want to talk to <laughs> you. But it's like it's not for your fault that you're married. You got married because you had to, or however it worked out for you. But some ah, this one is married. All she talks about is her husband. And this what one, do you want? What do you want us to talk about now? That's right. The... How to cook yam or what? You know, I, I used to hang <laughs> out with one of yam. my married friends. And after a while, I had to kind of keep my distance because um, at a time there was one of them, the husband was telling his friend who actually happened to be my friend that, oh, we're always going on trips that Lola is the one who's always driving. Lola is the one who's uh -oh. always teaching them. And I was like, uh -oh. so when I heard the story, he, didn't, he, he was just having a conversation with his friend. Yeah. But when, mm -hmm. the way I took it, the way I received it from the guy, mm -hmm. he was just gisting me. He's like, ah, I always see you guys are always traveling. You're always going on trips and this. I'm like, yeah, you know, I get to be the designated driver. He's like, oh, yeah. The guy was even saying that, yeah, you're the one who's always. So 
after listening to that story that day, I had to learn, learn to, you know, caution myself because me, I like to. No, you get don't take it like that. I think, I think it depends. I, I you know, have to because no, you know, when people are to see the thing, the thing is there's a perception and there's a reality. Some mm. people will perceive you a certain way and you don't even think about it like that. It's just like how I just told you about this whole husband and mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you never thought about it until I brought it up. So that's mm-hmm. how, that's the beauty of human beings. We're all different and we all think yeah. differently. And for everyone to get along is for you to understand how the other person would, you know, see things, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even have to take anything personal or get angry. You just have to see from that person's point of view that this is how the person feels. And if you are able to express how you feel to me, I'll be able to accommodate your feelings. You understand? Mm-hmm that's how yeah. it is but people get upset they don't discuss how they feel and then they internalize it and meanwhile they, mm-hmm. it then becomes resentment and i start wondering what did it to this person could easily have been hashed out you know just talk about it like oh i don't like you doing this or i feel uncomfortable with you saying this and then i would have to adjust or if we don't need to be friends or we can't hang then it's okay but that's internalizing how you feel or, you know, keeping your sentiments to yourself. It's like, you're not changing anything. You don't build a friendship or a relationship like that. So that's one of the takeaways from this social rule thing. Everybody's different and we all yeah. have to, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's basically it. That's the little list that I have for the social roles. <laughs> wow. I had so much fun though. Yeah. I had so much fun. I did too. I'm so happy you came on the podcast today. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> I was thinking I was, I was going to have to come to your door and knock for you to let me in. Hey, my door is always open. Always <laughs> open. All right, it's been a very good podcast today. Thank you so much for being on the first episode of season three. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Like Lola said, my name is Bearded Afrede and I am the founder of The Immigrate Life. So if you are uh, an immigrant, African immigrant from anywhere in the world, in anywhere in the world, feel free to reach out and say hello. Yep. Yep. So on this note, we shall be rounding up the podcast at the end of the first episode of season three and hopefully we'll come back again and give you dish it out real good but i guess the podcast has to get a lot more serious from here we'll talk about more adult things just like what do you mean so i wasn't even talking about adult things no other seasons actually other seasons were actually it doesn't get more adult than sexy (laughs) when we start talking about money you know how adults become don't worry yes growth yeah money growth business marriage yeah those are more adult Mm -hmm. things we're talking about social things in general which is pretty chill but when we start talking about adult things that make people argue uh, hey they would know Mm -hmm. but anyway Mm -hmm. we're wrapping it up now thank you all so much for listening until the very next episode thank you bye guys bye bye Thank you for listening to the Wisdom Beautiful Podcast. We hope you had an amazing time on the podcast today, and we hope you're going to listen to the next episode. See ya.